Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dance With My Demons podcast. Are you looking to start a podcast? Then let Buzzsprout be the way. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show could be online and listed on all the major podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many more, just within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. With Buzzsprout, you can create something great together. Follow the link in the show notes, which lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Buzzsprout will send you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and it's sent after a second paid invoice, and it helps support our show as well. Buzzsprout, the best way to create a great and professional podcast. Later. What's up, everyone? This is Ren with Dancing My Demons podcast, and I'm so excited to be back. This is the kickoff to season four. It also happens to be the third year anniversary of Dancing My Demons podcast. And I just want to take a moment to thank all the fans, all the listeners out there for sticking with the show. Send me messages, give me all the input, and just show me how much you really appreciate the show. And, uh, you know, we're really growing. You know, the show has officially hit 54 countries and it just keeps steadily growing. And I'm so excited about that. It's, you know, it's kind of strange, you know, three years later, and here is this show that I never really thought I'd be doing. But uh, with that being said, on this season, I want to focus mainly on self care the importance of self-care so this season I've kind of you know named it season four self-care matters and I'm going to focus on how we take back our lives how we recognize unhealthy traits you know with the things that we're doing with relationships we're in with all the things going on around us you know I want to focus on getting healthy again and not just physically but mentally as well so with that being said sit back hit play and welcome to dance with my demons podcast Hey, what's up, everyone? So here we are, episode one of season four, Self-Care Matters. I think one of the most important things when you're trying to get yourself healthy again is to figure out what it is that you're doing wrong and knowing, you know, what it is that you want to be. You know, it's, uh, I think whenever, you know, we're going through changes where we want to kind of get healthy and and do things better for ourselves we always think about the physical part you know going to the gym exercising eating right you know doing all those little things but i think somehow in the process 
we forget about our mental and emotional health and well-being. I think maybe when we're doing the, you know, the physical part, we just automatically think that it's going to affect the mental and emotional. And that can be true at times, but it also could be forgotten as well. We can put so much effort and focus on the physical aspect and the things that we need to do with eating and, and you know, exercising that, you know, we kind of lose sight of our mental and emotional well-being. And that's critical. That's very critical to managing your mental illness and staying healthy. You know, it's, it's a very important part for managing your mental illness. And I've noticed lately that there's been somewhat you know like a, a change and it's been subtle you don't see it i think in general what you see on tv and what you hear on the news and what you see on the internet it's, you know, it's a lot of negativity but if you are on the ground level and and you're watching those around you you can't see that there is a cultural change it's just very slow and very subtle of people wanting to get healthy mentally again they want to feel good about life. They want to be happy with their lives. They want to do things, you know, in a positive way. And though, you know, we always tend to hear about the negative. It's always what's publicized and you hear so big and bold everywhere. You know, you're on social media and that's all you hear is all the negative. But if you're out there and you're watching, there is definitely a movement of people wanting to get healthy. You just don't hear about it as much. I've uh, gone about, you know, taking up walking again. This is one of my favorite times of the year, summer, where most people look at January, you know, the new year as a time to make resolutions and kind of like a reset on their lives. For me, it's summer. And I guess a lot of it has to do with, because I do have a mental illness and being bipolar. And when the fall and winter comes, you deal with, you know, the uh, season, uh, season affective disorder. So it's almost like being a bear or something, you know, when the fall and winter comes, you kind of hibernate. But when spring and summer comes, it's like you come back to life and you get this new energy. So I always kind of look at summer as like my, my reset button and for myself getting healthy again. And, you know, though I've been active with my physical health and currently making some healthy, you know, lifestyle changes with my fiance in regards to what, you know, what we eat, I've also made it a point to focus strongly on my mental health. And a big part of doing that is understanding what it is you want to be and also understanding what doesn't work and or what's not healthy for you. And you really have to be real with yourself. You can't just kind of, you know, fool yourself and tell yourself what you want, you know, for the sake of, you know, wanting to do things. You really have to be brutally honest with yourself you can't put your happiness and your well-being in the hands of others that's not the way it works i mean it, it it's, it's something that we do often you know we tend to kind of base our happiness and our well-being on what's going on in our relationships and the things in our lives and that's become the unhealthy norm what we need to do is reconnect with ourselves and be strong for ourselves, making ourselves healthy in the process, and it'll ultimately kind of wash over into the other parts of our lives. But you, like I said, you have to be really real with yourself and know what it is that you want.
know what's not working, understanding what is and what it is that you want. I think one of my main things is I started to realize like there was a certain negativity and I I was allowing it in my life. You know, the, the things that we do and the things that we feel, these are all choices, whether we realize it or not. You know, it's a conscious choice or unconscious choice, what we allow to accept in our mind and our bodies as well as what we feel and what we put out there. You know, these are choices and we can't put it on other people for blame and we can't put it on other people, uh, you know, to be responsible for us. We have to do it for ourselves individually. If we're going to be good for ourselves and if we're going to be good in other aspects of our lives, we have to, you know, take accountability for ourselves and what it is that we want, what it is we're going to do. You know, I, I looked up a quote. I guess it's not necessarily a quote, but it's kind of a, a list. It's a 10-characteristic it's list of men, mentally healthy people. And I thought it was really, really interesting. And I really kind of liked what I was reading. And, and the first one is, you know, learn to be happy for others, even when our own life is challenging. And that is true. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, you know, when you see other people happy and you're going through, you know, a shitty time, it's almost like you're kind of being a fake friend at times and you're, you know, you're putting on a fake smile and telling how happy you are for them. But, you know, there's a certain level of envy that you have. And, you know, so you kind of give a lot of backhanded compliments. You know, you're happy for them, but you're so quick to cut them down in a way and that kind of goes on with the second one on the list which is you know not to, to be envious of what others have it's important if, you know be genuinely happy for one another for the people in your relationships with your co-workers for other people in your lives be genuine be real just because your life is crappy doesn't mean you have to shit on somebody else's happiness genuinely be happy for them because in this world and the things that we do and in our lives, we should be lifting each other up, not putting each other down or cutting each other down. And I see that a lot. I see that a lot in life and I see how, how people can be and how unhealthy that can be, whether you partake in it or not. It's unhealthy to have that kind of cloud hanging around you. It's definitely not what you want in your life. You know, it's definitely not something that's going to make life feel good for you or you know kind of make you feel good about yourself the third one on the list happens to be having good boundaries and relationships and that is a very very good point because you do have to have a strong understanding of what you want from individuals and how you're going to be in their lives and how you're going to treat one another and by that is by having good boundaries. And a lot of that can play into all the relationships in your life. And I do mean all. It could be your spouse. It could be your boyfriend, girlfriend. It could be your children. It could be your parents. It could be your siblings. It could be your coworkers. It could be anybody that you interact with in your life. How you, you, know, how you handle each other in your relationships is ultimately how you're going to feel. And... If you set up good boundaries, good honest to goodness boundaries, 
you know, or you talk to each other what it is that you want and not understanding and respecting these boundaries and not crossing these boundaries in other people's lives just because you think you can. And you need to truly respect boundaries and understand what the other person's feeling. It may not, you know, click with what you're feeling, but if the other person is feeling a certain way, you have to respect that, you know, whether you like it or not. And, you know, that's a big part of, you know, having boundaries and respecting boundaries. The fourth one on the list happens to be about taking care of themselves. And obviously that's what this whole season is going to be about, self-care. Everything that we need to do to take care of ourselves. You know, so with that, you know, you, you have to kind of just kind of check yourself. You know, what are the things that you may be doing that you probably don't even realize half the times because you just kind of been doing it for so long or so often that you just kind of go about it, but you don't realize that it really is kind of weighing you down. And I think a lot of that for me is uh, getting caught up with technology. And it's funny because that's the nature of my full-time business. I'm involved in technology, but getting so caught up in technology, getting caught up on our phones, computers, video games, um, playing games on our phones, stuff of that nature can really for one it can be time wasting if you don't manage it properly but at the same time getting caught up in it you kind of lose a sense of yourself because you're so focused and connected in on what's in your hand that you kind of lose sight of all the important things going on around you that's probably one of the most important things when in regards to taking care of yourself but also at the same time understanding and managing the other aspects of your life you know in regards to relationships as well um sometimes the people around us could be going through so much and i think sometimes for some people it can be natural for them to want to gravitate towards helping somebody where they kind of get consumed in other people's problems and that's not a healthy thing to do you really need to focus on your own health and well-being and being there for support doesn't always necessarily mean you have to be consumed in their problems. Sometimes it's just an ear to listen or a shoulder to lean on. You know, it, it can be something as simple as that. Um, you know, just things like that are going to be really important in regards to taking care of yourself and getting yourself healthy again. Uh, I've always been, a, a, you know, a big, you know, proponent of before you can help others you have to be able to help yourself first you have to take care of yourself if you're not good other people around you you know aren't going to be good how can you help somebody else if you can't even help yourself it has to start with you first so with that number five is really simply that you know being understanding that you have to take care of yourself first and then you're able to help others around you understanding that you know, even when times get tough, you have to keep trying. You have to keep pushing forward. You have to be taking those steps. As long as you're taking those little baby steps to to push forward, you know, that's what counts more than anything else. And I know everybody's situations are very different. 
I kind of look at it like this. If you're able to listen to my show, it kind of tells me that you have the means to be able to to do what you need to do to take care of yourself. You know, I understand that there are others out there that don't have the ability to listen to the show, but we may know other people that we know are in these situations, but we can help them with the information we get from others. It's kind of that mentality. It's also for me about reconnecting with the simple things in life. You know, when I started walking recently, you know, not only did I just want to be healthy, but it was a way of kind of reconnecting with the outdoors again, being one with nature, kind of seeing everything around me, seeing other people around me. You know, one of the really cool things um, that I saw recently when I was taking my walk was there was a family reunion going on and there had to easily be a hundred plus people at this family reunion at this park that I was at. But as I'm walking through it, it was like pretty beautiful to see and it kind of reassured me that, you know, you know, there is a reconnection happening. It was good to see people spending time with family. And I really did see them interact with each other. And though there were a few who were still kind of stuck to their phones, but for the most part, I saw people dancing, laughing, singing, really enjoying each other's time, talking with each other, just had, looked like they were having the best time in the world. And as I was, you know, taking my walk and I'm kind of walking through the crowd, it really put a big smile on my face just to see this kind of connection happening again. People really just enjoying being together and being outside and, and just, you know, being one again, you know, without being connected to some type of device that takes them away from each other. Really important to see. So that was number seven on this 10 characteristics list is enjoying the simple things in life. Number eight is... Uh, it's probably a very crucial one that can happen to people. And as it goes, it's letting go of anger and not holding grudges. A lot of times we do that in life and we hold on to these, these grudges or feel bitter about things that happened in our past or things that happened from our childhood that yes, they do affect us, but we have the choice to make those changes, whether we want to carry on holding these feelings or whether we truly want to divulge ourselves of it and really kind of let go and learn to be truly happy again. It really does come down to choices and the choice is ours. You know, you could sit here and blame everybody else for all the things that may happen that aren't good in your life, things that may go wrong, but it truly comes down to us as individuals. We make these choices, you know, we make these things happen, what we put out into this world and what we take in. They're choices that, you know, that we make and you have to take responsibility for yourself and the kind of life you want to have. Number nine is having something to look forward to. And that, that is very important. You know, we often overlook ourselves. You know, we go about our business doing things for others or doing things for, you know, our employers or the people around us, family members and doing all these things for others. But oftentimes we forget about ourselves. So there should be something that we choose to look forward to, you know, on top of, you know, taking walks and exercising. One of the things that I've chosen to kind of reconnect with, which I used to really enjoy and I'm starting to really enjoy it again, is I, I look forward to reading again. 
And I don't mean reading on a tablet. I genuinely mean reading a book, a book that I've physically have the book in my hand and I'm changing the pages myself um, and not a computer doing it for me or me having a tablet of some sort. So that's one of the things I look forward to. But for others, you need to find that thing that you look forward to you. What makes you happy? You know, what is it that you want to do for yourself? It could be meditating. It could be working in your garden. It could be having a cup of coffee with your best friend or a cup of tea. It could be, you know, hanging out with your favorite pet. It could be hanging out with your friends, your fat, whatever it may be. Find that thing that you look forward to because that's going to make all the difference in the world of how your day goes. What is it that we wake up for? You know, it has to be more than just going to work, paying the bills and things of that nature. There has to be real happiness waiting for us. There has to be other aspects of our life that we fill up with with good things that make us happy, that don't just weigh us down. And the final thing, number 10 on the list, happens to be feeling grateful for something. And we should all feel grateful for something. We should be feeling grateful for being alive. Um, you know, it's a gift to be alive. It truly is. It's a, you know, it's not something that, you know, everybody's fortunate to have. You know, there's so many times in life you know, people lose their lives early or pass away early, or we see others who live a very full life and pass away at a very, very much older age. You know, it, it all depends. There's so many different levels of it, but you should always be appreciative of all the time in the world. It's a funny kind of contradiction that we kind of have with time. We're always saying how, how fast time goes by, but at the same time, we waste our time with a lot of nonsense, you know, instead of truly taking advantage of every moment that we have in our life. Now, I always love it when I see friends or family or loved ones who are out there taking trips and doing all these things and truly enjoying their lives and being happy about it and expressing their happiness. We should never hate on anybody for their happiness, even if ours isn't going great. And I value that. I, I think it's important. I think it's beautiful when I see people that I love truly, truly enjoying life and making the most out of it and, you know, making every minute count. You know, it's, it's very important that we do that and understand that, you know. And I hope that that's what we're all able to do this season together. That's definitely my intention. That's definitely my focus this season is every episode, a slightly different topic, but yet all connected and what we can do to make our lives better for us, how we can be, you know, mentally and emotionally happy and healthy and, you know, to make a real difference together, you know, so I, I hope at the end of this season, we're all able to make a difference together. We're all able to grow together. By the end of the season, I, I really believe that there will be some significant changes in everybody's life. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. You now it's it's the kickoff. It's episode one to season four, and uh, I'm very excited about how this season's going to go. So you know, to uh, all the listeners who've been with me since day one. I hope you continue listening and continue to spread the word and to any new listeners who have found their way 
to the show. I thank you, and um, I hope you continue listening as well. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'll be back with an all-new episode very soon. Until then, you can catch past episodes of Dance With My Demons podcast on anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast on. You can also catch me on Instagram at DanceWithMyDemons69, on Facebook, Dance With My Demons podcast, on X at DWMD podcast 69 And also... If you or somebody you know is going through an emotional or mental crisis, 988 is the National Suicide Lifeline. Keep that in mind. We're all in this together, and everybody needs each other's help. So until then, stay strong in mind, stay strong in heart, but most of all, don't let the demons get you down. Later.